What's up, my people? This is Shad, and you are listening to Shad Allergy 101, episode number three. Once again, I am your host, Shad, and it is now officially Sunday, June 28th, 2020. The time is 12:25 a.m. So, good morning, good evening in some places. I appreciate everybody that's listening, that's going to listen. If you have not had an opportunity to check out my first two podcasts um, entitled Judgment and Judgment Part 2, please check them out. Hopefully they'll light a fire in your spirit and um, just allow you to to just be able to allow some things to resonate with you that may be some life changers, quite honestly. So with that being said, man, I, I definitely wanted to give a shout out. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to my cousin Fred, man. Um, me and him and had some conversation. He had listened to the podcast and um, very intelligent brother, man. And um, we, you know, he, I encouraged him to do his own podcast man just because his mind and, and just the ideals and, and things that he he know need to be open for discussion um he's he very passionate about it we've had these conversations and we've been able to break ground on on several levels you know so it's um it's powerful what what he thinks what he feels what he's trying to accomplish so um i just appreciate him sharing some <clears throat> excuse me sharing some feedback with me and um, allowing me to be able to hear his voice as well. Like I said, I encourage him just like I encourage everybody else. It's all about voices being heard and, and we all have a have a way of expression and we, we need to exercise that ability, exercise that right. Um, speaking of which, I am available now on Google Podcast, um, Radio Public as well. So if you got those apps, download them. Or go on the website, check them out. Um, if it's a way for you to stream as well, um, even I'm on Spotify as well. So right now, if you don't have Spotify, they're running a three-month trial membership for their premium uh, with no ads and everything. So if you don't have Spotify, if you have it already, that's cool. But if not, um, it might be an opportunity there for you to check it out for three months, see how you like it, and, and go from there. But um. Yeah, I appreciate my brother, my cousin, man, and you know, cause he's in a he he's married to a white woman, you know, and that's why this conversation is important because we we we've touched on issues and I, I talked about things that he's you know he's commented on and and had um you know wanted to get understanding. That's what I appreciate the most is you know he just come to me and want to understand you know and ask questions and try to get feedback so we can like I said so we can get to a point. Because we all got to live in this world and we got to hand this world over to our children to, to carry this on. So we got to be able to understand how to do this, but we got to understand each other in the process, you know. So all of these things matter. So I appreciate him for speaking his mind and, and um, you know, expressing some things that he got out of my, you know, out of my podcast as well. So um, shout out to you, cuz. And, um, yeah, with that being said, tonight... I've been thinking about this kind of hard, been wanting to do it, but the subject tonight is support black business. 
or the lack thereof. Support black business or the lack thereof. And this is a conversation that um, I feel is real important, especially in the black community, um, because of the gift that we have. We are a powerful people, and we have the ability that we've shown through history to manifest great things. And um, the only issue with that right now that I see, the main issue, not the only, but the main issue with that is that we have done that for the world and not for ourselves. And a lot of that is the conditioning that we've been through, through slavery, and we continue to go through through that process psychologically, especially. But just this mindset that, you know, everything else is to be revered and to be adored and to be admired and idolized. And it's not about us. Um, you know, you think about being able to you know, you hear all these rappers talking about, you know, they, they cars and clothes and they, they naming all these other people. But we, you know, you, you name the Versace's and the Hill figures and the Ralph Lauren's, you know what I'm saying? The Tom Ford's and the Chevy's and Aston Martin's. And, you know, we naming everybody why we ain't got our own cars, you know, why we ain't naming our hotels, you know, shouting out our own buildings. You know, when we on the song or something, you know, instead of, you know, you think about how everybody ripping at Trump now. And it's like you listen to all these rappers, all these 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 cats and stayed up in the Trump Towers. You know, you hear it all in their music. So we got this mindset that it means something. We doing something if we doing it in somebody else's name. But that's how we've been branded. You know, we don't have that Timbuktu mentality. You know, we ain't branded by that. So that's played psychologically into the way that we deal with our business when building in our own and with our own um and and it's a job to do you know it's a job to do within your own household to build that structure but let alone try to influence your community because our minds have been programmed in such a way that we don't even look into our community it's like it don't even exist like it's not even there and if it does exist it exists in the most depression depressing and heart-wrenching kind of way so we need to examine that and our part that we play in that and the reason i wanted to touch on that because uh, i mean it's not just me it's a lot of people but when you talk about supporting black business that's exactly what it, it is the essence of supporting black business is it ain't just the words it's to support is to put it first you know what I'm saying? Put it first. You know, it's like, hey, I'll be real. I pay child support. I ain't got nothing to lie about. And that come, it, it say child support. That come out first. Before I see anything in my account, that's gone. So when you talk about support black business, and you black especially, that should be the mindset almost in, in a sense. You know, if you really mean you, so now if you're just doing your thing, you live in that life and that's what you own and you want to kick it in and you're going to support everybody else and you, that, that's cool. But when you talk about building and what we have the power to do, this ties directly into our lack of support for black business, for the black community, for black infrastructure, for our children, most importantly, and for the development of a black society that can thrive in this community, I mean, in this world. 
uh, with our own communities. And we've had a mindset that's been kind of passive with that and we've been more comfortable living within the luxuries that have been given to us uh, from the outside opposed to what we can do on our own. Uh, so yeah, I wanted to get into that a little bit. Um, and the reason why is because, you know, I'm in sales, you know, I, I sell cars for a living and um, it, it's, it's a rewarding job, you know, it's work, you know, but it, it's a, a job I enjoy because it gives me a freedom of every day being a new day, meeting new, new people, socializing, interacting and, and building a clientele and, and being able to, you know, have control over your, your means and how much you make and how, you know, not sitting there, you know, I ain't, you know, I'm. I mean, it's cool, but you, I got tired of the, you know, okay, $15 an hour, and I'm going to get paid this. I know what this check going to look like. I'm coming in here. It just was too redundant for me, you know, and it, even when it was the money was decent, it's like, I, this not who I am. So to go out and sell, you, you have to have a, a personality, and you out, even when it ain't direct sales, even when you got your own business and you got people on the front line, it's still a certain level of functioning that you want to be able to do and people you want to be able to affect with while you're doing it uh, <clears throat> so i always tell people that you know support black business because this is what i struggle with i deal with every guest that i ever have and i see people other people do it other black people brothers sisters i see them out here doing it and it's not just in sales, it's in whatever your press profession, whether you're doing hair, nails, bar, I mean, restaurant, whatever you're doing. You, you do it and you do it with a sense of pride because you know we don't have a lot of this. So you try to do your best and give your best and, and perform on that level. But I'm like that. You know, when I you come see me and it's five stars, I'm going to deal with you with respect. You know, I'm, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to understand your needs i'm explain game to you i'm gonna teach you stuff you probably didn't hear last time you you went somewhere and they played you and, and you overfight whatever the case is i'm gonna holler at you like that you know so this is what frustrates me when you give your people game and you show them how things work and you entrust them and say hey this is what i can do this is what the how, how it works blah 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 and then you working with them you setting up stuff you set up appointments and then no show and not only do you no show you done went and bought from a perfect stranger that's a frustrating process process for anybody but when you doing stuff and you doing it especially because you know how your people are handled in this society especially when it comes to dealing with your finances you got a you got a certain angle in which you want to try to set and prepare them you know so that's my at least my mentality you know so I speak to that a lot you know so when we do those type of things you not realizing that okay you bought you could have bought from anywhere but you take food off of my plate you take food off of whoever else I mean whatever because I mean these situations happen quite a bit but just to speak out on it that the outer lanes of that is that we so dismissive of the impact that it has just for our our ability to just walk away from our own people and just say okay i'm gonna just go do this 
not even get treated the way you need to get treated, you know, probably, you know, just, and I heard a situation today dealing with a customer and, and she was very appreciative just of how I was, how I presented myself because the last place she went, they played her. Like she flat out got played. And she was just thankful that I was giving her understanding. She, cause she's had so much stuff she did not know. And I'm just talking to her about stuff. No, this stuff you should have known, you know? So she was appreciative of that. And it worked out that way, you know, in the sense that, okay, you know, when you able to give somebody some information, give somebody some understanding, give somebody some truth, and it resonates for them, that makes them more comfortable, easier to make decisions, easier to know even if they ain't in the best decision or place to make a decision at that time, they know how to move going forward. So that's the approach, you know, but that's part of building your black people up. That's part of building your black community up. You know, that's that's how I feel about that. Like, that's how I feel. If I got an opportunity to educate somebody how credit work, how fine, I mean, and they and I can really take a few minutes to just give them understand. I'm going to do that. Your dollar ain't that important to me where I'm going to just take it from you and you're going to go blow the next dollar. So, no, I want you to understand how this work. So that's the mindset that that we need to have but i you know we so quick to just up and take our money somewhere else you know even when it comes down to you know what you're going to eat you know bring that into your community first go eat from a black owned spot you can go out to your, you know your favorite spots the big foods that's fine if you want to do that second do that but give to your people first we need to put it a mindset in within ourselves where Man, listen, our dollar got to hit this black community 10 times before it go anywhere else. I got to go spend with this black person. Then they need to take that dollar and invest in whatever it needs to do. That It needs to generate like that. We need a black directory. Everybody that's in a black owned business, we need to have listings of who our physicians are. We need to have listings of who our, our um, barbers are, who our nail techs are, who, you know, who, who our restaurant are. Like, we need to have true directories for our people for this stuff so we have our own resources to go to so we can funnel and generate. Because I got to get into some some numbers because I wanted to hit y'all. I didn't want to just, it was, it's all in spirit. It's all in spirit of speaking through my ancestors and the energy that I'm getting. But I had to look up some stuff because I ain't just want to hit y'all with a whole bunch of just okay this this just shot allergy one-on-one off the top i wanted to just put a little bit more meat behind this because we got to understand where we at man and what we need to do to change this but um i've looked up a few articles and um, just wanted to get some information get understanding of the dynamics that's being created not only by the society we live in but what we're doing to ourselves but the one article, the first article I have is from is from economicpolicyinstitute.org, um, and this report, this was February thirteenth, twenty seventeen, by Janelle Jones, which talked about um, the African wealth gap, how African Americans have been shortchanged out of materials to build wealth, but it talks about the medium and average wealth by race. According to the Economic Policy Institute back in 2013, and the average wealth was 95,261 for blacks and $678,737 for whites. And that was average. The median 
was $11,030 for blacks and $134,230 for whites. When it came to median wealth by degree and race, it was those with college degrees, white was $180,500. Black was $23,400. And when it came to graduate or professional degree, blacks were at $84,000 in median wealth, while whites were at $293,100. And again, that is by the Economic Policy Institute. And this is a survey of consumer finance combined extract data from 2013. And the next article I had is from newswise.com. And this talks about the minority market. And this is from March 2019. The previous one I told you was from December, I mean February 13th, 2017. So March 21st, 2019. The minority market markets have 3.9 trillion buying power and this comes from the multicultural economy report from the University of Georgia and the black buying power talks about African Americans was 961 billion dollars in 2010 and it grew to an estimated 1.3 trillion in 2018 since 2000 the African American market has seen a 114% increase in buying power Um, the percentages um, of people that completed college degrees and got you know finished college and got degrees went up to 23% in 2017 and that was up from 17% in 2000 and the um, population is growing from up to 22.7% since 2000 and a national average of 16.3% and that's what it is so 22.7% is showing that the African American rate of college graduate is growing at a faster pace than the national average and um, another thing I found interesting was that 10 states with the greatest the 10 states with the greatest black buying power growth since 2000 are North Dakota South Dakota Idaho, Wyoming, Vermont, Arizona, Montana, Maine, Utah, and New Hampshire. So it's showing you that black people are making money and spending money in places that they never had before in this country. The next article that I have is blackenterprise.com. This was about a year ago, and it's by Charlene Reinhardt, and it talks about African-Americans' wealth. And I, this was actually a story that I've heard about, not her particular, it was another article that I read a while back talking about this, but talks about the African-American wealth, how it may fall to 0% by 2053. So you figure we 33 years from this point, and this is um, uh, figures that come according to the Road to Zero Wealth, a report that was published by Prosperity Now and the Institute of Policy Studies which says yeah the medium wealth of black americans will fall to zero by 2053 if the current trend stays in the direction that it's going Um, it talks about the latest federal reserve board survey of consumer finances 
showing that a black person with a bachelor's degree has a median net worth that is only two-thirds of the median net worth of a white person with no bachelor's degree. So you with a degree are not even at the same value of a white person without a degree. On top of that, the student loans have been an issue as well. Um, The National Center of Education Statistics noted that an estimate 77.7% of black students borrow federal student loans to pay for a higher education as opposed to 57.5% of white students. Students that continue, it shows that studies show that students continually go into more debt in order to live the dream of walking the stage to graduate and it, it the financing of these things is extreme where on the other side a lot of the white students have parents they either go to school for free or they got parents who have money and they never have the stress or strain of having to get their education um, but these next numbers I'm going to show are pretty mind blowing when I look at them but it makes sense to the society that we live in and what they're creating but single black women with a bachelor's degree ages 20 to 39 have a median net worth of negative $11,000 to $0 while the white woman has a net worth range of $3,400 to $7,500 married black women with bachelor's degrees aged 20 to 39 have a median net worth of negative $20,500 up to $7,700 while white women have a net worth range of I mean $18,700 to $97,000 single black women with a bachelor's degree over 60 have a median net worth of $11,000 while white women have a net worth of $384,400 And finally, married black women with a bachelor's degree over 60 have a median net worth of $424,000, while white women have a net worth of $778,000. And the last site that I gathered some information from was brookings.edu. And this is a site uh, article posted by Kristen McIntosh, Emily Ross, Ryan Nunn, and Jay Shambaugh, it looks like, but it talks about examining the black and white wealth gap. This is February 27th of 2020. And it talks about how $171,000 is the net worth of a typical white family and is nearly 10 times greater than a black family, which a black family's net worth is about $17,150. Again, that's black family's net worth about $17,150, while the typical white family is worth $171,000, nearly 10 times greater. Talks about which I had to do a little study on. I was looking into Freedman Savings Bank and look into it if you if you don't know much about the Freedman Savings Banks, it's the first black banks in America and this was right after slavery and the power of this bank and it was set up by the United States Congress so you already know what kind of game was played to end this 
but this bank had went under. They were doing phenomenal works, and I know that Frederick Douglass ended up being the last president that they had at the time, but they had set up dozens of branches all throughout the country, and it was black-owned. And by the time they had been sunk under by the Congress of the United States, they had left with over 60,000 depositors with losses of nearly $3 million. And this was in 1874, nine years after slavery. They had created nearly $3 million in wealth. Phenomenal work. And this is stuff that we don't, history don't show us. And this is well before what happened in Tulsa's Greenwood District, where we lost, where we had a population of 10,000 people, 36 blocks of businesses, black-owned everything, and they came in and burned it down over a riot that they faked and they started over a hoax. But these are phenomenal works that black people were doing when we were creating our wealth, building our, our wealth amongst ourselves uh, it talks about the decline in wealth black families have declined in wealth from 2007 to 2013 44.3 percent compared to white people which they've declined as well but it's been 26.1 percent so they're declining but we're declining again almost twice the rate we're losing wealth and, and that's even faster when you think about the fact that we're already behind in wealth so we're not able to even ac accumulate it as fast so if wealth is growing at a three percent rate here that means we got to go at least six percent to gain ground so that that's a, another major st staggering statistic when you think about it um the average white household when you think about median wealth the average wealth is nine hundred twenty nine thousand eight hundred dollars for a white household where the black household median wealth is one hundred thirty eight thousand one hundred dollars 6.7 times greater than black wealth and the median age for white men or white adults I should say 55 and that for African Americans is 49 which is interesting how we're the same people allegedly but we each have a different median age as far as being adults and that speaks to the fact that we die younger and we don't even live as long to even create wealth so when you look at young adults 18 to 34 years old of either race either one has little real wealth and it's, so there's not really a lot of, of gap there but for 65 to 74 years old it just skyrockets once it gets past the 34 year old age it starts to go up but by the time it's 65 to 74 years old it has went up to $302,500 for the median white wealth and only $46,890 for the median black wealth. And when you go into the top 10% of income as far as wealth, when you look at the top 10% wealthy people in as far as income, which only 3.6% of black people even qualify in America, White families income group is $1,789,300. Let me say that again. In the top 10% of wealth in America, white families net income is $1,789,300. 
versus black families, which is $343,160. Little over a quarter million compared to almost 1.8 million. In the top 10, this is the top 10. We're not even millionaires. So, that's all of those. And I wanted to really hit on that because we have to start bringing our money back into our community and we need to do it in a way in which we support one another when you see somebody black that's doing something support them everybody running around focused on the election and on the vote and, and trying to make a change and we need you know and all that and I, I tell people this. I told people this. I learned how to cut hair. My father father taught me how to cut hair when I was 10 years old. I used to cut all my friends' hair in the neighborhood and everything. $5. And could cut hair. Cut my brother's hair, everything. My uncles, my father, everybody. And 17, I met a dude named Rob when I was working out at Euclid Square Mall. Original cookie big homie we was kicking it one day he got it cut he got me one 17 years old and from that day forward this has been my barber like I said I can cut hair and I ain't every dollar that that that, that man that made but I know every dollar that I done spent with him has helped him stay cutting hair stay in business I ain't spent every dollar with him as far. I done had times I done cut my hair, and I ain't the only person here he cut. But I know every dollar that I spend, he got my vote. That's how you make a change. Take your dollar and give it back to your people. And we do it that way first, and we can start talking about Greenwood District. We can start talking about our own banks. We can start talking about our own grocery stores, our own gardens and, and stuff like that. Just doing the basic by supporting each other. Because when we giving this dollar back to the other society, they not bringing it back to us. All of this money that's supposed to be raised by all of these companies and corporations as far as, you know, black lives or whatever. And what what's happening in these streets. Ain't none that went. What have any of y'all seen that from, you know, this? And it's supposed to be pouring back millions of dollars. supposed to be pouring back, back into the black community. I ain't seen a penny. Nor am I looking for one, but where is the black community if it ain't here? And you have to ask yourself them questions. So I extend a little bit longer than I wanted to go, but it's important for us to have this conversation. It's really important. I think it's important that we view each other in that way because everything, like I said, it was important for me to do those first two episodes, especially the pilot. And I wanted to start this with judgment because everything that, you know, we going to deal with at some point in time, especially on my platform, we it's going to come back to judgment because a lot of times when we don't give back, it's because of judgment. It's because we already built up a, a stereotype towards one another and towards how business with black people is. We shady, we scandalous, we ain't going to give the best service, we going to be ghetto about something we we already had these mindsets about like we trying to pull a scam or a game on each other 
this all goes back to how I I spoke about judgment and how we we get played against each other. Like we ain't had these same bad experiences out there. But it's more embarrassing when it happened out there. It's just like, oh, I'm a dog this month. You know, we get on that with our own people. Or we put them on blast or whatever. So it's important that we give back. I know a lot of people that do what I do. Black, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, men, women, solid at their job. Professionals, cold with it. I want it. Matter of fact, I got to give a shout out, man. Because it's a brother I got a lot of love and a lot of respect for, man. And I'm proud of what I see of him as a man. And that's my brother Queese, man. Queese Bradley. Shout out to you, man. Because, like I said, this brother run his own store, run a JD Byrider store, and, 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 and is a boss doing his thing. And I had the pleasure of working with that brother. And we had a summer in 2016 where me, him, and a brother named Mike killed it. Killed it. Being straightforward, being honest, man. We was taking care of people, people leaving up out of there with smiles on their faces. Because it's all about just giving people. People understand their situations on a certain level. But it's about giving people that transparency, man. And you make stuff happen, man. And y'all see anybody know the Bradleys, y'all know what they doing now. But I salute that, brother. And I wanted to say that. Congratulations on the new bay, All that, man. Because I see all that. Because people look at shit like JD. But excuse me for cussing. Because I don't even come on my platform with that. But it is hitting a nerve with me. When it comes to how we deal with one another. You know what I'm saying? Everything a game until we back in chains and we picking cotton. We have to build our communities back up. Ain't nobody doing it. Nobody coming in here to invest in black lives. They're not investing in it. You would see pedal to the metal, foot to the ground right now. If that was the case, it's not happening. We have to do that. And like I said, that's not to say that you don't spend your money with the other society that's fine but put your black dollar first put that first you go buy a car i don't care what black go buy one support black business you get your hair cut get your nails done go get something to eat do that first do that first you need to tune up go find a brother to do the work you need yard work done go find somebody that got to do it Position. I mean, you got people that's in the you got people on every level. You got people that you can go to and be like, hey, I need your service, you know, or we got to be able to do that for each other and do that for each other first and generate it and keep giving that back. Build us a directory of our people. Understand who we can go to. Build our own services up. That way we can give back and start building, not just making money, but getting the facilities we need being able to build community centers for our kids being able to educate our own kids being able to train them with the skills to give them jobs so we can build more stores and more shops and more all of this stuff there shouldn't be a struggling beautician out here man black people spend too much money we generating too much money there shouldn't be a nail tech out here struggling man there shouldn't be a bar there shouldn't be a restaurant man we should have two everybody black that's out here cooking all this good ass food we should have two three chains at least like we spending too much money to not have most of what's out here so we gotta we gotta get back to ours first i salute and i'm gonna say this too because i gotta give a salute to white people 
Because like I said, I sell vehicles for a living. And white people are very gracious people. My best customers on many occasions are my white customers. When I get paid commissions, it be my white customers. You know what I'm saying? And I give them the same type of service because I'm a professional. I come here and do my job that I try to give to my own people. So we got to do better. And black people don't be ashamed to ask for that because we work hard to get the little opportunities that we have. Trust me, I'm, I'm in competition where I work. You know what I'm saying? We work hard. And we up against it, you know, every day, no matter what level we on. So we got to give that back and understand that same struggle is real there. And we need to show the world that. We need to show the world that we deal with each other on that level. They need to see us like that first. So, yeah, that's, that, that's, what, that's where I'm at with it, you know, so... I'm hoping that we can make a change when it comes to that, not just be, you know, talking it, man. Well, you know, we can't just be talking it. We got to be able to give back. Let's do that first. Let's do that first. Make that happen first, man. We got to be able to support our people first. Nobody coming in here saving us. Got to be able to do it on our own. And, and build each other up so we can have something to give back to these children and allow them to build on that as well. We need our own stores. We need our own car lots. We need our own vehicles. We need to be making our own vehicles. We need our own airports. We need all that. Our own gas stations. We need, like I said, police stations, hospitals. We need our own everything. Everything that everybody else got, we need. said man i'm going ahead and in this podcast like i said i went a little bit over but i had to i had to touch base with this because we in a crucial time we in an important time man, in this country and we've been there and you know we we have to understand that it's going to take us and it's going to take our attitude towards one another to change and realize we got to have each other back you feel like you get played by one of your people hey deal with them keep it moving find you somebody that's righteous man we out here we out here you know so that has to be the mindset though we have to look and see each other first and not just get caught up in the glitz and glamour and the highlights of everything that they can show you on tv and advertise you know they're gonna hit you with that stuff they're gonna hit us with all that we got to ride down the street, man. We need to pull up. You know, we need to go jump on social media and stuff. You know, we need to find, we need to call somebody, you know. We out here. We the gifted. When we the ones teaching, them, teaching everybody else how to do this. All these restaurants y'all going running up in, where y'all think they learning how to cook from? And we don't even hit our own spots up. You feel me? They cleaning these cars, buffing, waxing, cleaning these cars, shining them. Where you think they learning this stuff from? We just we got the skills, man. We got these skills, so we got to get back to that. We got to get back to all of that. 
you know, give back to each other so we can build within, you know, and set up our own structure, set up our own foundation. So with that, good night to everybody, peace to everybody, much love, peace to the gods and the goddesses and the kings and queens of this earth. Later. Everybody that's listening is going to listen. If you have not had.